This is Jamaica Hasty, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, joined as always by Byron Lambert here for a Waiver Wire Tuesday edition of the podcast and stream. Of course, I uh, need to tell you guys that this pod is presented by mybookie.ag. You can go to mybookie right now, use promo code ROSTER, R-O-S-T-E-R, for a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. With that promo code, you can only get it using promo code ROSTER. Another quick reminder to you guys, if you're enjoying this content going out on our feed, uh, our Roster Watch podcast feed, um, you know, the DFS breakdowns, the trade cast, this waiver wire podcast, uh, Trash Man's fantasy fallout, whenever he gets it to me in time to get it up on Mondays, which didn't happen, <laughs> didn't happen yesterday, but In general, man, we're getting you guys four to five pieces of content per week. We need to get more ratings and reviews and Apple podcasts. So it's super easy. What you do is you can go to the Roster Watch podcast. If you're listening to this right now, just scroll down and click the stars. That's it. Like you can leave a review, but if you just rate it like that, that's what helps in the algorithm. Uh, You can go right now into your phone, search for the Roster Watch podcast. When you see that art, just scroll down, click the five stars. I will be keeping an eye on it and I need to see some more good ratings and some good reviews. Come in this week if we're going to keep putting these up outside of the paywall. All right. Byron, you got the waiver wire cheat sheet up. I just got the matchup tool up so I can be able to look at this. Snap counts, targets, touches. Well, was it pain? That sure was a pain in the ass last week with these stat providers. I felt bad for dogging on FanDuel um, for not having live scoring in week five. Then all of a sudden, or no, week six. No. Get my weeks are mixed up. In week five and then week six comes along all of a sudden. There's like a rescheduled game. And little do, little do we know on the back end, our developer has to do something to deal with postponed games and stuff. And it's like so much harder than anybody could ever imagine. So I felt bad about giving FanDuel so much trouble. But it looks like we're back online this week. Um, all the tools are up, including the waiver wire cheat sheet. And it looks like you have your bidding recommendations in. You have your players right at the very top. I guess do you want to start at running back. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, so we started running back, and like usual, there's kind of there's a there's a tier that's at the very top here of its own, and it includes Jarek McKinnon. Again, you can go to rosterwatch.com, download the waiver wire cheat sheet, get all of Byron's, get Byron's exact list, and get his exact tiers, his exact uh, budget allocations here for this. Also, if you're in the chat on YouTube, feel free to put in the names of players in the chat that you're deciding whether or not you should be dropping in order to pick some of these guys up at the end of the podcast. I'll go through those with Byron and we'll discuss whether or not those guys are keeps or whether they are drops. Certainly a couple that I have in mind um, right off the, right off the bat for myself, but Jarek McKinnon. So we saw 
we saw Raheem Mostert. He has an ankle sprain of the high variety, which we know is trouble. Uh, Tevin Coleman should be back fairly soon. We also saw Jermichael Hasty get in, who's made a cheat sheet on the appearance himself, but it's looking like it's I thought you were swindled with a recent trade that we had made uh, regarding Jarek McKinnon just because it looked like Raheem Mostert really came in and got all the action back. And then now it's just back to, you know, I think it's wheels up for Jarek McKinnon now. I think that this is going to be a good situation for him for at least the next three to four weeks. Well, that's why I basically had to do that deal for Terry McLaurin and just be fine with that and consider whatever I get out of McKinnon. Uh, you know, hopefully just a little bit extra and it certainly didn't go the way I was hoping it was going to go. I definitely anticipated him getting more action than he did with most of returning because he'd been so good to begin the season. And I mean, just it, like in terms of how he's being graded as a running back, like it's been a good season for him. Um, so here we are again, man, Mostert out. I think we're back to the Jarek McKinnon. Well, but when a Shanahan, you never, you're never totally sure or never totally comfortable with how this thing is going to shake out. So I think we'll go back to how things were just a few weeks ago with McKinnon. Um, but it's not a guaranteed. So again, not a guy you probably want to go bananas on, but you know, if you're in a competitive situation and he's out there, if you could try to get him in, you know, this week and the coming weeks, it's, you know, probably a play you've got to think long and hard about. Oh, I mean, I mean, I can't believe he's even on the, I, I have trouble believing that he's even that, uh, not that owned. I mean, is he owned and less, is, is he owned in less than like 60% of leagues or something like that? I, like he's right. He's, well, we're using a lot more ESPN ownership percentages at this point, And we've kind of expanded the waiver wire sheet to cast a little bit bigger net. So, uh, you know, he's a guy that if he's out there, he should be owned or you should be looking to bid on him this week. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I was surprised. I was just kind of surprised to see him on there. Um, let's see here. So are these other guys, Boston Scott, we have Miles Sanders. That looks like he's, it doesn't seem like it's going to be that bad. He'll be, he, he should be back, you know, fairly soon. He seemed to have missed any, you know, pro football doc. Um, and then from what Doug Peterson said today, looks like it's going to be fine, but I believe that the Eagles play on Thursday this week. Um, if that is indeed the case, so Thursday this week, and then the matchup tool. So Philly, they get the Giants this week uh, as as four point favorites. Uh, a pretty good matchup for opposing running backs, especially uh, opposing running backs who can who can catch the football. That's what Boston Scott does. What do you think? I mean, is is this just a is this a one week rental? It's like if you're two and four or something like that, and you just need. You need the guy like maybe this is a dude you could fit in as a flex type deal. How do you view Boston Scott? Well, I think there's going to be people that need a play this week. And I mean, he's just going to kind of be one of the guys that emerges because of the situation. Right. I mean, no Miles Sanders. Look, you're always weary that somebody like Corey Clement could come in and swindle you somehow. He's on the sheet uh, way down lower this week. Again, nothing's a guarantee with Boston Scott. But I think you're going to be facing other people in your league this week who need a play and are going to have to get a little bit aggressive after a guy like Boston Scott who's out there in a lot of leagues. But this just goes back to our kind of our philosophy of uh, it's never a mandate to go after the guys at the top of this sheet. As a matter of fact, oftentimes, personally, we prefer to go after the guys lower on the sheet. So you don't want to get crazy going after Boston Scott. I think the 
there will be a market for him that'll drive his price up a little bit this week. You certainly need to consider him if you need like a one week play. Um, but I think there's a lot of folks who can just look a little bit lower down the list and maybe try to cultivate running back at, uh, you know, a little bit of a less, of, less of an expense this week. Alex. I, I just, I mean, do you, do you, do you, I think that if JK Dobbins is available in your league, I would, I would pick him up a hundred times out of a hundred over Boston Scott. But I know what you've done here is you've, you've weighted the fact that, that JK Dobbins is, is a, is, has a bye week And he's also, he's, he's not going to be available in a lot of these leagues. It looks like we have some questions in the chat about. Well, and he's in that same tier, Alex. And it's funny. I had JK Dobbins at the top of that tier, but mm-hmm. we got the Mark Ingram news coming out today that we don't know how hurt he's really going to be for how long. He's still got Gus right. Edwards in the mix and they've got the buy. So I still, I thought it was kind of sneaky even having da- Dobbins up in that tier. Uh, I like that move. I think lot. we should be going to get him. Yeah, I think we should be going to get him. And, and, and there's a question about him in the chat. You guys who are asking questions in the chat, thanks to John Ryan, Connor Nero, 15, Kipsy. We'll get to your questions at the end. And also, if you guys have any questions about who you should be dropping this week make sure and make sure and drop those in there as as well but it looks like Kipsy was asking about the whole Ingram thing um I to me it's to to, to me it seems like he's probably gonna be back but if he's not I I want JK dude I want JK Dobbins anyway it's only a matter of time before we're we're talking about the JK Dobbins breakout like we're talking about the DeAndre Swift breakout last week how about that DeAndre Swift breakout Byron what like did you I mean, he looked, he looked, awesome. he looked so good. He's got so much more juice than Adrian Peterson. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of volume the NFL, you know, has in store for Swift, what they think he can handle. Hold well, on, wait. Really I, didn't even, I didn't even realize. Is that game in Atlanta this week? Let me look at the matchup tool. Is that in Atlanta? Tell me. It, it is. It's an epic home. It's, it's, a, it's a DeAndre Swift homecoming post-breakout swindle. I cannot wait for this. Going right back home to the ATL, the 404. Well, that should be an exciting one for sure, especially against that Atlanta team. Yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, and he's other, like, there are a few other guys in this tier. I guess, you know, not, some of these guys that I find interesting are, are a little bit farther down. Like, what about, what about LaMichael Pirine? I, I haven't looked at his snap counts yet. He certainly was in there a lot. I'm just not sure how much I want any player, you know, any player that's on that. He, I mean, he played 58% of the snaps. Ty Johnson only played 6% of the snaps. Jeff Gore played 35. So Michael Pirine was the lead back there and the, and the, and the workhorse, if you can call a guy that had nine touches, a workhorse. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's an interesting pickup, though, because he was a dude who at the senior bowl, I, I was a little bit in, in, impressed with his with his game. Oh, yeah. Along with another senior bowl, bowler, Jamichael Hasty, that I really liked all week because I thought he had great three down capability out of Baylor. Those were two guys that we would have liked. They would have been honorable mentions on our all senior bowl team. Uh, they couldn't make the final cut, but definitely two two running backs we thought had a good week. So always fun fun for us to see that like become a thing in season and man hasty looks freaking good in san francisco he's a good fit in that scheme he looks like a really good running back uh, i mean i think he's like the next guy to begin really watching for in that uh, in that group of running backs they have there so I, I think if you don't get mckinnon uh or if you don't want to go in on mckinnon i actually see hasty as a really sneaky pickup right now alex 
There's questions about uh, there's so people are mentioning Antonio Gibson in the chat, how he has Dallas this week. What about JD? What about JD McKissick? I mean, talk Dallas is another team that's been allowing uh, that's, that's been allowing receptions to opposing running. Dallas has been just allowing everything. That team sucks. What do you think about these reports today? The McCarthy, I just couldn't believe that the team is basically saying behind closed doors that these guys don't teach. They suck. They don't know what they're doing. Um, those generally are reports you hear from a, you know, Jerry Jones kind of Jerry Jones kind of team. He, he likes to tell those guys to keep a bottle on that stuff that they leak out to sources and keep it in house. Keep keep it in the family. You know, what do you what do you think about this? I mean, it's, I don't know what to think. I mean, comparing it to Jason Garrett's regime, I don't know, man, how much teaching was going on then. I saw, I am, you know, McCarthy wore his welcome out in Green Bay. It doesn't totally surprise you, but I mean, he's a pretty esteemed head coach to, to run a, you know, some, something where they're not, where they're not coaching their players up. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I think the shortened off season has probably messed them up a little bit, but I don't know. You can't make a lot of excuses for Mike McCarthy right now. Yeah. That shortened off season sure is a it sure is a very popular excuse for losing coaches right now. You can you can ask Tom Herman about that over <laughs> at the University of Texas. Uh, let, let me let me let me tell you guys about my bookie. It's it's it is fall, and at my bookie, that can only mean one thing. It's winning season. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means free bets, super contests, survivor, and more. At my bookie, winning season is all about your chance to win big. Bet NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, UFC, and then some. The craziest sports. Fall of your lifetime is here. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Invest in your intuition. Select from hundreds of futures bets, or you can bet games in real time with MyBookie's live betting. Put that big brain of yours to use. Use promo code ROSTER and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Thousands of cross-sport wagers, props, and parlays await. Sign up now to bet with the best and celebrate your victory your winning season begins today only at my bookie. So here's the deal. New customers receive a 100% deposit match. So that's double your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. So if you wanted to put $1,000 in on my bookie, you would get $1,000 extra dollars to play with. Same if you put in 100, you get 100 extra to play with. But you can only do it when you use promo code ROSTER. That's my bookie, promo code ROSTER. Okay. Any of these other running backs that you want to get to, Byron, before we move to wide receiver? Uh, I mean, I like. There's a ton the of them. There's like, there's, there's a, there, there's a ton of them. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, it's McKissick a huge sheet or, this week, but I like that you brought brought up McKissick. That's a guy. What if you're in a PPR league or something? It's you know, it's like he's getting. A bunch he needs of, to be owned and be played. Like my like my mom is in the 14 team cockamamie business listener league, and <laughs> yeah. I mean he's he's a he's a player that in that league, like dude, he gets started, man. And she owned him for a while, and then we dropped him for Brian Hill, and because we had some other things going on. And I mean, looking back, McKissick in a PPR has been, dude. He's a nice guy to have on the bench if you got to slide him in. He's got a good role right now. I know Damian Harris. The snap counts kind of fell out, and I think you, everybody feels like we're back to some kind of carousel in New England with the running back situation. I still, I still like him as a guy to keep an eye on. And, and we mentioned Gus Edwards. Earlier, Alex, if there is any kind of thing with Mark Ingram, a lot of the attention will obviously and, you know, rightfully go to J.K. Dobbins. But, dude, they love Gus Edwards in Baltimore, and he's an awesome – he's a good running back. So I think if, if there's any kind of situation where he has a small window to get 
an increased workload. He's a player you're going to want to pay attention to. And then, you know, I was reminded making this one. We talk all the time last week, uh, or really all see all season, but we talked about it last week, Alex, about the Benny Snells and the Chase Edmonds and the Tony Pollards, and we kept talking about uh, who was it we were forgetting, and we came up with Latavius Murray. I'll tell yeah. you the other guy. The other guy that I'm starting to think of that we never talk about in that conversation, I'll tell you, if I was an Aaron Jones owner, I would make sure as hell I own Jamal Williams, dude. He looks pretty good this year. He's getting the snap count. Like, he's a guy you want to own if Aaron Jones – he would be a pretty good handcuff if Aaron Jones goes down. At oh, he'd be, he'd be, I, I think he'd be an every week RB2. Yeah, he'd be so, ranking him as like running back eighteen every week and just kind of fiddling with him from there, as uh, you know, depending on matchup and how things were setting up with you know, team yeah, totals. So I think he he's a guy that we that doesn't really get discussed as often or as frequently with the Madisons and the Pollards, the Edmonds, the Murrays. Um, but I'll tell you, man, this in the Snells, I'll tell you, I think at this point Jamal Williams needs to be a priority for Aaron Jones owners. All right. Well, and as we get through the season, we always say, you know, at the beginning of the season, you want to handcuff other people's handcuffs. As we get deeper into the season and you want to start protecting your assets, there's not, you know, you understand what your team is. There's not such an opportunity cost associated with all of this grinding on the waiver wire. This is a point in time where we want to fortify, right? We want to make sure that if we have important assets that we're worried about, that we're fortified with, with those while not, you know, crippling ourselves with an inability to make any moves. And, um, if you want to start consolidating in those kinds of ways right now, that um, I could certainly I could certainly understand going after going after Jamal Williams. All right. Wide receiver. What do you think? I mean, everybody's got to go out and get T Higgins. I can't believe he's still available. I can't believe he's still like I can't believe he's still. Uh, what is it like? He's still a thing on waiver wires. Like him, he's available in too many leagues. Well, it's a lot of the guys that have been at the top of the sheet for the last week or two making another appearance, and their ownership percentages are steadily rising. These guys won't even be available to be on the sheet in the next you know week or so. But T Higgins will not. This is T Higgins last last time, unless he unless he has a horrible falling down to earth. And then it has a, you know, everybody drops him and then has a bit of a resurgence later in the season. But my guess is we'll never see T Higgins on a on a waiver wire cheat sheet again. Yeah, he looks awesome. I think even though A.J. Green had the big breakout game, it was still Higgins who looked like the explosive, exciting player that still produced as well. I mean, it just looks like he's the guy you want to own with Burrow at this point. And he just looks awesome. Uh, So T. Higgins, man, there were so many good wide receivers in this class. It was impossible to be high on all of them. But that's when you look back and say, man, you know, if there was a way to get a little bit higher on him, yeah, you know how that that would have been nice. Uh, Travis Fulgham, speaking of rookies that you couldn't get high on, I mean he he certainly wasn't one. But dude, we've seen it now. Like I don't need to see any, anybody who needed to wait one more week to make sure that was the real deal. Like we've seen enough. What happened with Travis Fulgham? I mean, what happened? How did how did he turn out to be actually kind of good? Well, like I said, I think anytime you're at the Senior Bowl, there's a chance you could be pretty good. Kind of like you mentioned at the DJ Charks of the past that maybe like did, didn't blow you away during the week. But those guys, they have the body type. And here's the thing, too. They have the measurables and they made the Senior Bowl. Those are some those are guys are good prospects. And some of them some of them maybe didn't have a great week at the Senior Bowl. But that that doesn't mean they can't pop a little later on. And maybe that's true. For a smaller school guy like Fulgham, Alex, I mean, that's that's probably not easy 
go out there against some of the best players in the country at the senior bowl, basically all future NFL pros you're coming. Yeah, out that's true. Old dominion, you know, it, it could be a little bit, uh, a little bit flatter of a curve for that guy over his, over guys like that in their, you know, rookie off season, whatever it is, he looks awesome. Wentz likes him. You can't argue with anything that's really going on with Fulgham at this point. So uh, he's much like T Higgins. I don't expect to see him around next week on the sheet unless somehow the bottom falls totally out. But either way, he needs to be owned at this point. Kipsy saying to tell your mom he's coming for that number one spot in your in, in that league. Did did she finish number one last year? It's gonna be hard, dude. She she finished number two last year. I think she finished two or three the year before that. She she goes, dude. It's the hardest league I've ever seen, and she gets to the almost the championship <laughs> every year. And yeah. she's in second place. She's in second place with the most points in the league right now. A fourteen teamer, huh? Fourteen teamer in that one. Are, dude, maniacal players, man. Oh, Auction man. waivers. I mean, it's a hairy league to try to try to win. But it's funny because she knows all the teams in there, and she loves trying to take them all down. Man. Yeah, well, but, hey, man, you got you eat, eat sauce and you got a luncheon pie, and she wants to take. <laughs> You got, you gotta, gotta, gotta love fantasy, man. That's awesome that your mom's that into it. Um, okay, uh, Mike Williams, you're really into him, huh? It feels like, uh, feels like. I mean, Justin Herbert doesn't hate him as much as it seemed like he did at first. I mean, you. I think he's a guy you got to really think about taking your chances off on. I mean, I know Keenan Allen was hurt, but based on that performance we saw in the last game before the bye out of the Chargers, and based on how good Herbert appeal, appears to look. I mean, Williams is, he's the number two wide receiver in that offense. So we'll see. I mean, you get a little nervous about getting bananas, but dude, he's going to be owned. People need to pick him up. Um, you know, if you want to go for cheaper wide receivers on the sheet, we're all for it. But I think Mike Williams is a guy who I mean, he needs to be picked up and maybe if he doesn't get, I would think he would be picked up with high frequency this week, the only thing I can imagine is maybe if people have forgotten about him because of the buy, but um, I don't think that's a good idea. What about Henry Rose? Why is why is why is he not in up in the same tier with Higgins and Fulgham? You just don't think that he represents the same upside. He's not getting the same kind of volume that those guys are getting, and I also thought that if you're going to go for a guy that gets, you know, two, three, four receptions a game then maybe you could just go in on a Christian Kirk or a Brandon Ayuk at this point. You know, I think those guys maybe put a little downward pressure on rugs based on the volume we've seen at this point, you know, but he's at the top of that tier. If you want to spend up a little, that was a tough one. He was a tweener for me. He could have gone in the top tier, but we just haven't seen out of rugs with consistency yet or volume what we've seen out of Higgins or Fulgham for that matter. I mean, can you even believe that we're saying that? It's really hard to believe that Fulgham. You got Travis Fulgham, Chase Claypool, all these guys. You know, Ruggs has been fine, but uh, he's not really. He's we're not. I'm not sure he's in that class quite yet. I want to tell you guys quickly about keeps. Um, as guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair. <laughs> for a lot, uh, for a lot of us, from how it feels after getting a fresh cut to the way it's perfectly styled before going out. I know Byron cares a lot about making sure that his his hair is. His hair is perfectly, perfectly styled. Byron, have, uh, have you been? Um, have you been going to the? Are you are you going back to the barber shop yet? There in Florida, I'm sure. I'm sure it's allowed in Florida, it's just like in Texas. You stick on a mask and go get, and go get the hair chopped a little bit these days. Yeah, man, I, I've been going back for 
months at this point. <laughs> well, it's important. It's an important thing to uh, it's an important thing to make sure that your hair, you know, looks okay. And uh, it definitely gets, you know, when you get into your thirties. I know a lot of people begin to worry about male pattern baldness if you have it in your family. Let's face it, no guys are ever ready to go bald. Thankfully, now there's keeps. The simple and easy way to keep your hair. Did you know two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness before the time that they are 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. So why not get treated from home? You used to go to the doctor's office for hair loss prescription. You don't have to go to the doctor anymore. You don't have to pay a copay. You don't have to go in there when everybody's going in there coughing and wondering if they have COVID-19 or there's just the flu. You have to touch a bunch of germy stuff that the kids have been putting in their mouths and then putting, you know, putting, putting back into the, uh, putting back into the area there. It's a, it's a terrible time to be going to the doctor, but you don't even need the doctor to be able to, to, to take care of this right now. Um, you can visit a doctor online You can get the hair loss medication del- delivered right to your home. They make it easy and keeps delivers your medication every three months. So you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines, the awkward doctor's visits, the nurse that wants to stick her finger, who knows. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Where no more of that. No more of that. Um, also, you can get generic versions of all these stuff. So if you go to Keeps, you can get generic versions of these drugs. Of the two FDA-approved hair loss products out there, uh, you can get the generic versions. And you may have tried them before, but never for this price. Prevention is key. Keeps treatments typically last between four and six months to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors and more than 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatment started just $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free. So here's the call to action. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash roster watch to receive your first month of treatment free. It's free. Why not go do it? If you're losing your hair, there's no reason not to. That's keeps.com slash roster watch. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash roster watch keeps.com slash roster watch get one month free and then from then on it's just 10 bucks a month if you go with the generic versions um prevention is key keeps.com k-e-e-p-s.com slash roster watch keep your hair all right byron any more of the uh any more wide receivers you mentioned christian kirk trash man says that he needed to be picked up last week we have people in the chat asking about AJ Green. Is it time to pick him up? What about AJ Green? They're asking, if, you know, should, we, should we drop him or should we pick him up? I, I don't. I guess it depends on who's available, right? Yeah, I mean, if there's guys higher on the sheet available, you significantly higher on the sheet available, you might consider dropping him. I mean, I think he's probably a hold, right? Like you, now, you got to wait and see what happens. For most people, AJ Green's a hold at this point. I'm looking down the sheet or and a I always, trade a trade. Or a trade. Yeah, I think. And, you know, another guy that's kind of interesting and something to maybe keep in mind on the waiver wire this week is we've gotten word that it looks like the Houston Texans are going to be pretty interested in um, doing what they can to maybe offload some future salary, get some new picks, be able to pl- get be able to um, 
be able to, you know, pay pay the salary to all of their players with what they've now done with Deshaun Watson. And if that were the case, if they traded away Will Fuller and or Brandon Cooks, I, I, I've been thinking about going and picking up Randall Cobb if he's available. <laughs> I think that he would be a kind of valuable piece. Just if we read the tea leaves about what's happening there, with I, th- I think one of the, I, I think one of those wide receivers is, is is going to be gone, and I worry about it for Will Fuller because I really want to keep him with with Deshaun Watson. So that's something to keep in mind. Are there any of these deep guys that you look at and you say, man, I have a I have a feeling about this. Another one might be Jalen Rager, just with how banged up Philly is. He's been dropped in so many leagues. Um, you know, he was being taken in the seventh and eighth round in drafts by people who were really big on him for us. Fortunately, it was not Jalen Rager who we were taking around that area. It was CD lamb, which has worked out great thus far. What, what about, what about those two calls? What, what about my cockamamie Randall Cobb idea? And then what about Jay, the, the idea of picking up Jay, Jalen Rager? You could have somebody down the stretch here. This nuclear weapon. If Zach Ertz doesn't get back to complete health, I mean, we're talking about Jalen Rager versus Travis Fulgham. I know Fulgham's come on a little bit, but both those guys are completely healthy. So, I mean, you think about him as prospects, you're just like, what are we even talking? Fulgham versus Rager? Well, I mean, Rager could be like a Ruggs. I mean, that was the guy I was going to mention, so I like that you brought him up. But he, he could be a Ruggs down the stretch that you get for a lot cheaper right now. You know, what is that ultimately going to mean? I mean? It remains to be seen. Um, I Cobb, look, Cobb has retained some marginal, like, flex – value at this point anyways he's been a guy you've been able to play if you're in a pinch and he's been able to put up some decent fantasy scores I think you're already having to look at him just based on that so if you think there's uh, some kind of um, you know multiplier in there with Randall Cobb's potential value that's that uh, either Cooks or Fuller could get traded then yeah I think that that makes him you know a little bit more enticing uh, that would be an interesting situation to watch and then the other one is Keelan Cole I mean I don't know how long you can trust it and didn't really expect that kind of, uh, you know, production lately, even though we told you guys from training, training camp that Keelan Cole was still a thing out there. Like you could forget it probably about the DD Westbrooks of the world and stuff. But I guess what surprised me was with 14 targets to DJ Chark, Keelan Cole going for 143 yards on nine targets of his own at a 75% snap count. Whenever, whenever Keelan does surprise me, whenever Keelan, what, what was LaVisca's snap count in targets? It was seven targets on 71% snap count, 73%. So he wasn't quite as bad as I thought. It's just, I can't, I didn't, I didn't, I I, I did not notice. I mean, four receptions for 11. Keelan Cole and LaVisca Chenault are the two most negatively correlated players on that team. We've well, seen LaVisca and Shark. There's not enough to go around. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, it's just like it's it's, it's going to be – it just feels like it's going to be Shark. lead guy, and there's not enough to just go to both the other dudes. And Cole is, is more involved than, you know, maybe some might have anticipated. He's, it, a good, he's like a good player for them in that capacity, you know? Yeah. Um, any of these wide receivers you want to talk about, or did you want to just kind of go through some of the – before we get to some of these questions – Anything with the um, anything with the with the wide receivers before we talk about any tight end or quarterback stuff? Not much else. I mean, I think the Miami's heading to the bye, and we've got two coming back. I think it'd be interesting to see like Preston Williams is starting to emerge a little bit of fantasy relevance. I, I'm not sure, you know, if Tua is going to be better or worse for these guys than Fitzpatrick. I, it could be a real breath of fresh air to get him out out there. So it's not entirely clear, but 
I mean, that's another Preston Williams. If he's on my waiver wire, you know, I'm interested in him with Tua coming in next week. I believe his first completion whenever he came in last week was to Preston Williams, wasn't it? It was, a, it, it was when he came in the, in the, in the two-minute drill. I think it went to Preston Williams, number 18. Um, so, yeah, that, I, I actually like that call. Two is going to be good, man. I think I think he looked yeah, good. He's, yeah, he's got some fun. This is going to be a good yeah. quarterback class, man. Uh, uh, guys, one of the smartest things you can do is go download, go download the Fantasy Life app. It's a free app, totally free. So if you don't like it, just delete it off your phone. I promise you, you're going to like it. We use them for their news alerts and their community. The Fantasy Life app sends breaking news alerts faster than anyone else. They monitor thousands of reporters so you don't have to and send important news as soon as it breaks, you never miss a relevant injury, trade, or other update. The Fantasy Life, da- the Fantasy Life app also has in-depth reports and on-demand advice from a massive community. Download the Fantasy Life app for iOS and Android at fantasylifeapp.com, or just on your phone. Go to the App Store and just download it. That's w- that's what I did. Always a little bit suspect of adding new apps to my phone because I'm a I'm I'm, a, I'm a neurotic creep that doesn't like adding. Well, I, do, I, I don't like new things. I like things that I'm used to and, the, and that are normal to me. And I don't, uh, the thing I hate the most is cluttering up things. I like things to be clear of clutter, including my phone. So I'm very hesitant to add new apps. I can't imagine not having the fantasy like that. So, so, so go and go and download it. Trust me. It's an awesome, it's, it's an awesome app for sure. Um, all right. Quarterbacks, tight ends and defenses, anything really stick- The one thing that sticks out to me is that Austin Hooper needs to be, I think the highest. He just gets targeted, tar- targets on targets and on, on targets at this point. He he produces yeah, like I, week, yeah. week, week on week. That Mayfield got hurt this last week and the offense looked bad. I think you can make, I certainly can make that argument. I had Gronk at the top just because I think he's starting to emerge as a reliable option for Brady at this point. Um, you know, granted, Godwin's back in the mix and stuff, so we'll see where that goes. But Gronk is look, he's doesn't obviously not the old Gronk, but I believe he's starting to emerge with a relatively reliable or more reliable role in in that offense. So I think if you're in a pinch, those are a couple of the top guys you're looking at. But, dude, Jimmy Graham, I mean, go look at his game log. If you look at Jimmy Graham's profile, like all of a sudden you're starting to think, well, maybe like maybe I should be thinking about him. Like this is like a podcast from when we started Roster Watch back in 2010 on on like ESPN Radio Austin talking about these idiots. Maybe I should be thinking about him a little more like the Gronk and the Austin Hooper at this point. It's just been a lot of good fantasy production for Graham at this point. Like I think he's a guy you got to really take your chances with if you've been searching for a tight end and. um you know, then you move a little further down, Alex. Your guy Trey Burton is going into the bye. You know, we'll see where we go from here with him. But then you he's know, not my on- he's not my guy. I was I, I was interested in him in, in, in him in him last week, but I mean he, he's a big part of the offense. They really, I mean they they talked about this the whole time about how, about how they're going to be into Trey Burton this this year, and they really are when he's been healthy. It's like these other tight ends have gone to dust. They're dust. They're done. Mm-hmm. For somebody who's not your guy, you sure do know a lot about him right now. Uh, (laughs) Dallas Goddard, I think we're on Dallas Goddard watch. I mean, Zach Ertz just looks. Is he available? Is 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 he available in some leagues? He's he's gonna be back after this next week. There's no way he'll be back Thursday. But Goddard, like if he's out there in your league, time to start getting ahead of the curve on him. And then when I look at the quarterbacks, Alex, I think it's a really good week on the waiver wire for quarterback. Good. Well, good. Because I do you want to talk about any of it? You just get cheese the sheet and tell people to go check it out. <laughs> they can go check it out. Let's get to their questions. Um, all right. 
so here we go. Should I trade? So uh, these aren't, it's not all these are waiver questions, but I'll just get to your, I'll get to the questions that were asked. And then I will ask you about whether or not we should be dropping these players. Should I trade away McCaffrey for Gaskin and Metcalf? My, my immediate, my immediate thought would be, well, I would like to see the rest of your roster. I'd like to know if you're a winning team or a losing team. If you need to win now this week, um, but otherwise, absolutely not. I wouldn't. I don't think. I think that the winner of that trade is the one that gets McCaffrey. But you know, it's not always about winning the trade. It's about. It's about. It's sometimes it's truly about winning the week. Yeah, and Metcalf is a great consolation prize. So even if you feel like you get swindled giving up McCaffrey, like never feels too bad coming home with DK Metcalf. That's a great liquidation trade if you're in trouble. And you're it's a it's a great it's a great consolidation trade if you're a if if you're a winning team, yeah. exactly. So yeah, so if you're a winning team, Connor Nero, you're not gonna you're not making that trade. Um, and I be I feel I wouldn't want to make it unless it's I really needed to win this. I mean, who does Miami even play this week? This is why we asked Miami's on by, so you can't do that. Yeah, you got to get two no, no, players no, no, no. that can help yeah. you this week. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. That's a no. So was it Indy, Miami, Minnesota, and Baltimore on by this week? Yeah. Um, uh, even with the small chance that Ingram might miss a game, are we good on letting J.K. go? Guess they are still riding the Gus bus. I'm not good letting J.K. go. I want to go get him. Yeah, you don't want to let him go. I think you should. Look at the cautionary tale of DeAndre Swift and be wary. Rafa Gonzalez asks, trade CD Lamb for Jonathan Taylor in PPR. Yeah, I think I would. Back, I yeah, sure would. yeah, I think I would. I mean, those those are two golden sons. But um, you know, my my wife is a CD Lamb owner in one of her leagues, and if a Jonathan Taylor trade came across her desk, I'd be I'd be I'd be telling her to slam slam the accept button. For sure. It's funny. I told people last week on the trade cast, Alex, they should at least investigate what they could get for Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb before the cat was all the way out of the bag. And, you know, it wasn't a must-sell situation, but I think it was smart to at least see what was out there. It was like, it's going to be, that's going to be more difficult now. Right. And and I don't think you think you're playing with players that are even 85% of what you had going. Well, one other question somebody asked, and I, I can't find it, but I wrote it down. Was uh, okay, so here's what John Ryan says. What's going on, guys? Hey, uh, he wants to know whether to pick up Jamichael Hasty or Jeff Wilson Jr. I want the devil. I don't know. I want to see what the, I mean. They've been talking up Jamichael Hasty. I like Jamichael Hasty. I like Jamichael Hasty's agent. I think that um, I liked what I saw of him at the senior bowl. I, I like what scouts, what I've you know, I've talked to, I've talked to scouts about Jamichael Hasty who liked him. Um, you know, what did he get last night? He got like nine touches, something like that. I mean, he came in and, and he, he got looks good too. Yeah, he, he got really he got good. some good run. So I mean for for, for me that's easily easily Jamichael Hasty. Uh FF Hookham L says, Do we believe AJ so there's a ton of AJ Green questions. Do we believe in AJ Green enough now to bid ten percent fab or higher as a wide receiver three? FF Hookham, you you should go to the site and look at Byron's exact recommendation for the free agent acquisition budget bid for AJ green. But I think you're, I think you're right there. I think you're right there in the pocket. You're pretty, you're pretty close with, with, with that. For he sure. sounds like a pricing king. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty close. Uh, um, we got a junior pricing king. We got some junior pricing Kings out there. In and, 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 and apparently he's from, and apparently he's a, he's a Texas, he's a Texas longhorn too. So has a, has, has a lot in common with the original pricing King Byron Lambert over here. All right. Speaking of the original buy, Price of King, 
bunch of questions in the chat about the um uh, so let's just catch up here uh ff hookham has another question desperate for another rb worth it to break down my josh jacobs for swift slash freeman or jacobs slash crowder for gaskin slash freeman i would say i like the first one way better than the second one right yeah but i i mean i'd like to know how desperate he is at, at, at running back um Seems pretty pretty desperate. Well, you, would get, you would get Freeman. You would get. Well, it'd be depending on how desperate you are at running back and flex. You get Freeman. What on Thursday night against the Eagles, and then you get Swift in that Atlanta matchup. At, versus, uh, uh, if you have Jacobs, he's got Tampa Bay coming to town. This he's week. got. Yeah, that's a tough matchup. And so, but Freeman will have to will have Detroit, who nobody can like. They can't tackle anybody. So I don't know, man. I I don't want to. Um, he says he has no other startable running backs, and the waiver wires picked Bear. Just, I thought Freeman has the Eagles on Thursday night, Alex. Atlanta? No, DeAndre Swift has Atlanta. Oh, I'm thinking of Freeman is an Atlanta Falcons still. Yeah, I'm sorry. Living in the yeah, all right, right, right. Right, zone right, right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> Devontae Freeman, who is now a New York Giant, has Dallas. Swift has it. Swift has it. Detroit has Atlanta. All right. Thank you for thank you for, for correcting me there. Yeah, I mean you can do it. It's it's not a it isn't a good trade, but if you're one and four or one and five now, something like that. Um, all right. So we we can't keep answering every. We'll, we'll answer one more question here, and then we'll get to the other ones. Uh, he needs a quarterback bad. Stream Burrow, Bridgewater, or trade just no. Don't make any of those trades. Don't trade Justin Jefferson to Robbie Anderson for Big Ben. Jesus Christ. No. Don't do that. And I don't know between Burrow and Bridgewater right now. I do, who's Burrow play Cleveland? Um, I like Bridgewater against the Saints this week. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't looked at the matchups like this. We haven't even done the ma- like. I, I just finished the matchup tool. We, we haven't done rankings. I've even looked at that. So I don't like. I, I don't have those guys ranked. But do not, do not trade Justin Jefferson what or Robbie be Anderson. Is pick don't up Burrow or Bridgewater and package one of them with Robbie Anderson and then go after Justin Herbert. Or maybe Big Ben. So like, so, no, no, no. He just said Justin Jefferson or Robbie Anderson for a quarterback. I know. I said pick up Burrow or Bridgewater if that's one of your streamers, and just don't do anything with Jefferson, but take Robbie Anderson. No, and take Robbie Anderson plus Bridgewater or Robbie Anderson plus Burrow and for go a quarterback. Go after Herbert. If, I mean, if no. you want, if he's no, 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 no. Just, just play. Just keep Burrow. Keep Burrow or keep Bridgewater, like and keep keep Robbie Anderson. I mean, Robbie Anderson's been wide receiver one this season. Like, the, I think that's crazy. Well, he fell off this last week. I would look at the matchups. I mean, he's. I, I mean, I would look at the matchups. No, it depends on what come situation. On, man. He's like, in. come on, dude. like you do the trade cast. We don't do. Like, we can't pay up for these quarterbacks like this, especially not a guy like Herbert. I mean, he's been good so far, but he could he could easily. He's. I mean, he could he could fall off. I would be sick if Robbie Anderson keeps up a clip anything like this, and I traded him away in a package just to trade up. A, quarterback if burrow and bridgewater are available just play one of those guys man just look at our rankings and see see which one's better i would play the matchups but i think the and i i tend to agree with that advice but this guy's asking to me because he's not liking his quarterback situation so if you're thinking if you see those guys an upgrade big ben he was bad this last week he's getting deontay back this week he's been pretty decent on the season i mean bridgewater and burrow have been fine i think you just got to look at the matchups deontay's a guy you need to talk yeah, Deontay's a guy you you should. I'd, I'd like to recommend you 
maybe talk about him in the trade cast because we got a Twitter question about whether the people should drop him. So it makes me think um, people are worried about him. Um, He's looking at Herbert at home against the Jaguars too is the other thing this guy's looking at. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't okay. think it's as egregious as you do, but I get what you're saying. All right. Can you drop them? Can you can can you can you drop these guys? We already talked about J.K. Dobbins. That's a no, right? I wouldn't. Okay. Um, Duke Johnson is he droppable at this point? Yes, but he could be like people think he looks better than David Johnson. So if I was a David Johnson owner, I would consider picking him up as well. What about what about Dalton? <laughs> what about Dalton Schultz? Um. You know, if there's a better tight end option higher on the sheet, I think everybody's taking a hit in Dallas. But Schultz actually still had some semblance of production in what was a horrible Andy Dalton game. So I don't, I'm not sure that all is lost for Dalton. Schultz left. Stay, staying at tight end. I, somebody asked, what about Evan Ingram? Uh, I mean, I probably wouldn't. I think it's. So tight ends just it's mean streets and it's mean in the tight end streets right now. I mean, I'm not sure you're gonna be able to pick up anybody that's I mean, unless you just want to play the waiver wire game every 81%, three targets, 30 yards. I mean, I'd probably drop him for Hooper or Gronk, right? At this point. I mean, I might I might drop him for Hooper. I just I I would have to look at this week's well, I mean, we we know that Hooper gets dude, Hooper gets Cincinnati this week. I would drop him for Hooper. Um Hell, I might drop him for Graham at this point. What about Zach Moss? He didn't do a thing yesterday. Yeah, he's been a slow, you know, he looked like he was going to really get a shot at the beginning of the season to have a role, but it's been kind of a the injury and a looks like a slow reintegration here. 25%, five touches, 10 yards. He should be owned. I mean, if he should be owned like at the bottom of a roster in a competitive league. 12, 14, 6, like 12, 14 teams, he should definitely be owned, even though he's not performing. And then I, I still think if you own Singletary, he should be owned too in most formats. What about Benny Snell? Uh, he should be owned by the, yeah, he should be owned by the Connor owner. I, I think Benny Snell even. What if you're a not a Connor owner? It was a, it was a blowout. No. Uh, it's a freaky, it's a freaky touchdown. I mean, he's a backup. Well, yeah, it was he, a blowout. He got he got in a yeah. little bit. To me, it shows like he's the guy you still want to own if you're a Connor owner. If you're not, then who cares? Mark Ingram. I'm finally gonna get finally gonna get it out of you that he's droppable. He should have I been mean, dropped he, weeks he, ago. It's I mean, it's like if you would have dropped him, you wouldn't have put had to had had to put up with all this bullshit. Yeah, he's he's droppable depending on who you're picking up, but the injury certainly enhances that case. Matt Breida kind of made a little bit of a comeback last week, but can you still drop him? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can drop Matt Breida. I mean, he's also a guy that, like, I guess could be rostered in a super deep format, but, yeah, he's he can be dropped. It's been asked two times here in the chat if these guys can drop Alexander Madison. Uh, I would try to trade him to the Dalvin owner first, but yeah, the, this yeah. guy says, please, please, please don't say trade him to the cook owner because that's, <laughs> because that's not an option. <laughs> uh, yeah, then you can drop him and the cook owner is going to go pick him right up. Now that guy knows you all too well. <laughs> that guy, Alex Cage. Look, I mean, check it out. Yeah, And I'm looking at this too, Alex. I think that, uh, that guy who was asking about Burrow earlier, I guess he hadn't looked at the matchups because that's against the Browns this week. 
Yeah. And I, the Browns were that great matchup on paper for, for Ben this last week that didn't pan out at all. But I just think that's because the Steelers blew those idiots out. I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, that's, what, that's what I was saying about Burrow. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited about playing Burrow versus versus Cleveland. Um, okay, finally, uh, they asked about Russell Gage. I'm not sure it's a necessarily like a, he must drop, but maybe he's in a tough. It, here's the thing, guys: if you have a backup quarterback or somebody, a backup tight end or something, you're asking us about dropping players like Gage. You shouldn't be doing that. But would you drop Russell Gage for the? You drop him for some of the top waiver. You, would you drop him for some of the tier two waiver wire guys? Russell Gage, yeah, yeah, of course. okay, uh, okay, and finally, no, there's two more. Scotty Miller, is he droppable now? And is Mike Evans healthy? No, no, but that's I mean, dude, when that when they've got Godwin out there, they're not going to both eat every week, and it's going to be Godwin who's the more reliable dude. So it's definitely it it definitely hits Evans a little bit to get Godwin back. But, dude, that's – if you've owned Evans the last few years, that's what you're used to. Like, he has the massive outburst of points. He's not the most reliable guy on a week-to-week basis. But when the season's said and done, he has a lot of fantasy points on the board. And, and one, the last one, this dude knows he's coming off the COVID list. He's coming back into action. But can he still drop Corey Davis? Yeah. All right. There you go. That'll sucks, man.